0: is becoming a key element of every organisation's IT strategy, um, but one of the problems with cloud particular software as a service is that...
1: Hello everyone, it is a real honour to be hosting our Gemini UK Application Management podcast today, and in this session we'll be giving you some insight to some of the people who work within apps management and have recently published their captivating blogs. So today, I'll be giving them the opportunity to answer some questions, showcase their expertise and thought leadership, as well as digging into their thought process into why they've put pen to paper. My name is Nicola Hodkinson, and I lead the Service Introduction Function for App in the UK. With me, I have Bruce Miranda, Engagement Director for Portfolio Accounts within Apps Management, and also Frank Roach, Senior Technical Oracle Lead within our Apps Management Oracle Capability. So, Bruce, let's say welcome to you first, and welcome to our Up Management UK podcast. Thank you for having me on. I must say it's a really great time to be chatting to you. You've just published a new blog which talks about your professional journey and how things don't necessarily always go to plan, and why it can sometimes become clear that you need a plan B. You've covered a lot of areas within this blog and the topics. What would you say is the message that you'd like people to take away?
2: So quite often you hear about people who publish their stories about how they got to their dream job and where they have always wanted to be. Uh, So this blog is about somebody who didn't manage to do that. And it's about trying to tell people to do the best that they possibly can in whatever they find themselves doing. Uh, You never know when you might need that. Don't be blinkered by your journey. Try and expand your horizons because I actually believe that a lot of roads lead to the top, not just one. And along that way, don't let any inabilities that you might have bother you because you'll have loads of people reminding you about that. Just stick to what you know and what you do best and
1: you'll be fine. I'd also be interested to know that throughout this journey, you you have had some hands-on experience of electronics and programming, which kind of led you on that journey and took you in a different direction. Have you found that hands-on experience to be useful in the management roles that you've since taken?
2: Uh, Absolutely. I mean, for me, it might sound strange to people who are not in the electronics field, but electronics is an imperfect science. A lot of electronics works within tolerances, and that's pretty much like how a business works. Unlike software and digital, where everything is perfect and depending on what you put in, you get out every time. So the appreciation of electronics being an imperfect science and, and coding and programming, which is perfect, trying to bring those two together and make the teams who actually cut code realize that their solutions need to fit into a business is, is, is always great. From a management point of view, you need to motivate your teams to understand why sometimes a brilliant idea may not be right for a business, And equally so, the business needs to understand what they can and can't do. So all the experience that I've had in electronics and and, and programming is absolutely necessary from my point of view and has probably contributed to some of my success within the management roles.
1: It's fascinating. It's it's a really fascinating story, and I have to say, I I couldn't put it down. And one of the main threads throughout the blog was, the disability that, that you uncovered, kind of later later on, and but you've you've achieved such a lot in your career in spite of that disability. What has made you want to write this blog now?
2: So I've always lived with uh, my dyslexia. So it's it's again a strange thing when you have always had a disability, you don't actually see that as one because you don't know any different. But when I was diagnosed in in my in my early thirties to have ushers and when you hear a doctor tell you that uh, probably in five years, you might lose all your hearing and your eyesight, uh, it can play havoc on, on, on your kind of mental makeup. So when I got past that five-year mark, and coincidentally, it was Capgemini's 50th birthday, it kind of motivated me to write about it uh, because I said, uh, may- maybe, maybe other people need to know that it's okay to be disabled and that has got no bearings whatsoever on your professional success. And I'm hoping that that's exactly what the blog was trying to achieve and has.
1: Well, thank you so, so much for your time, Bruce. It really is a compelling read and, and a journey I found fascinating. You can read this blog in full on Twitter by searching for Bruce's Twitter handle, which is at Bruce and Miranda, or on LinkedIn by searching for Bruce Miranda. And thanks, thanks so much again, Bruce. It's been really, really brilliant to talk to you. Now, our second expert has just come back from Oracle Open World in San Francisco and has produced a detailed and really insightful analysis of his trip and what were his key takeaways. So, let's welcome Frank
0: Thank you, Nicola. It's a pleasure to speak to you on this Apps Management Podcast.
1: Well, Frank, I must say, I'm quite envious of, of, you, of you being able to stay to Oracle Open World and as a customer that didn't actually attend this year or in any previous year, can you say in a minute what did we miss?
0: Uh, You don't give me easy questions, do you? Um, That's (laughs) a really tough question to answer in one minute, but let's just say that you missed uh, an awful lot, and and you're right, it is a real privilege to have been able to go. I mean, Open World is is one of the IT industry's biggest conferences with something like 2,500 educational sessions, led by Oracle customers and partners, all sharing their experiences and knowledge. And then on top of these sessions, there's hundreds of demos and hands-on labs and over 400 exhibitions. So, so as you can see, Oracle Open World really is uh, the place to learn about what is happening, not only in the Oracle world, but in the IT industry in general. Um, and just to quantify it a little bit, Oracle claim that four days at Open World is equivalent to one year of professional development. So all I can say is that it's a really uniquely immersive learning and networking experience. And I, and I hope that came across in my blog. I really enjoyed it.
1: It, it absolutely did. And, and I know that you've worked with applications, um, Oracle applications but for many, many years. So mm. what excited you most about what you heard at this year's event?
0: So, so we all know that cloud is becoming a key element of every organisation's IT strategy. Um, but one of the problems with cloud, in particular software as a service, is that it just might not fit your operating model. You might have invested millions in your in, in configuring and customizing your Oracle eBusiness suite uh, instance, and you may not want to move to SaaS. So what Oracle let you do is move your existing eBusiness instance onto the cloud as is. And the great thing that Oracle have committed to do, and this was announced at the conference, is that they will continue to support eBusiness Oracle e-business until at least 2030, alongside their SaaS offerings. So so why was that exciting for me? Well, certainly for us in, in applications management in Capgemini, that opens up a, a wealth of opportunities with our existing clients, our existing e-business clients, and maybe new clients who want to carry on using Oracle e-business. We've got a, a wealth of experience of managing Oracle e-business. Um, and also we're about to onboard our first two Oracle software as a service managed services, which is hugely exciting. So that opens up new opportunities for all our members of our team for developing their skills. So I think that for me was one of the most exciting takeaways from the conference.
1: And would you say there was anything new from any of the sessions that you attended? Would you say that anything piqued your interest more, more than others or, or sparked your imagination? Yeah,
0: yeah absolutely. Um, So, I mean, I could, I could rattle off many, but I think there was a few key themes announced in Larry Allison's keynote speeches, which are truly groundbreaking and game changing in the industry. So firstly, they announced that they will be delivering the world's first autonomous databases, which has the ability to manage itself without any human intervention. So I've got 17 years of working with database technologies. And I think, I think I'm well placed to say that this is. This really is revolutionary and will change the way that databases are used and consumed. Effectively, the complexity is simply hidden away from the consumer. And then secondly, Larry described the emergence of machine learning within software. And again, this is truly revolutionary. Um, So machine learning combines data mining and predictive analytics to allow software to automatically discover patterns in data and to learn from those discoveries. So instead of a software being pre-programmed, the software almost programs itself as it learns more and more about the data. And this is exciting me because Oracle are building this machine learning technology into their latest cybersecurity offerings, which will effectively try and keep anybody trying to break into their systems behind Oracle, so that Oracle are one step ahead. So I really believe that machine learning is the next big thing, if you like, in software. It'll make software more and more intelligent as it learns and more about the environment in which it works. It really is clever stuff. So that's definitely something which I, I, I discovered at the conference and which really did excite me.
1: Well, wow. thanks so much for your time, Frank. It's really fascinating to hear firsthand about your experience and those key takeaways and how Gemini passes this thinking and innovation down to our customers. Um, if you want to read more of Frank's blog, you can catch it using the Twitter handle at Frank Roach 1969 or by searching for Frank on LinkedIn. Um, so that's it for this month. Please follow our activities by tracking the hashtag Apps Management and subscribe to the channel and follow Capgemini on social media for more updates. Please stay tuned for the next podcast in the series when we will promote the next two incredible individuals that work within our space and give them the forum to showcase their expertise and thought leadership. We'll see you soon.